Thank you for listening to this St. Louis on the Air podcast brought to you by Lindenwood University's Hammond Institute for Free Enterprise. Examining market approaches to help solve economic and social issues, Hammond.Institute. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. St. Louis is the hometown of notable hip-hop artists such as Nelly and Chingy. Their music has inspired up-and-coming St. Louis artists like 22-year-old Jasmine Davidson, who goes by the stage name Pink Caravan. Pink Caravan works closely with Kansas City-based producer Darren Edwards, also known as Navesake. Producer Zandra Ellen recently sat down with the duo and discussed the role St. Louis has played in their artistic development and about their characterization of St. Louis hip-hop today. I recently had the opportunity to sit down with two local hip-hop artists whose unique sound has gotten them featured in music blog Pigeons and Planes and named one of the Riverfront Times' 2018 STL 77 honorees. St. Louis-based rapper Pink Caravan and her Kansas City-based producer Namesake have only been releasing music together for under two years. But their signature sound is already gaining attention in the national hip-hop scene. I asked each of them how they got their start and how they found each other. Here's Pink Caravan. How did my career start? I always was a writer, so after poetry in high school, I kind of added the lyrics to a beat and that's kind of how like my artistry started and you released your first ep in 2017 march 17th mm-hmm. my birthday <laughs> and that was a very sad happy birthday yeah cool and how about your namesake i started producing in middle school so like a while ago how did I, that start i had a friend that i knew that like used to produce um like at like a pretty like high level and so I went over his house one day and he like just showed me how to use FL Studio and so I used to just to make beats for fun um in middle school and then when I was in high school someone was like I want to buy one and then from then I just started like selling beats to people and then eventually like years 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 later Jasmine was looking for somebody to like work on her EP she's like I have the sound you know, that I'm like looking to do. And so I like sent her something the same day she hit me up and that became Robert Jewelry Store actually. So we got started pretty quickly and we've been at it ever since, yeah. How did you characterize your sound when you were first reaching out to Namesake? I think, what beat did you have on your page? It was like Mario oh, world yeah. type beat. I, I was like, like I need those Mario sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Mario beat on like my beat page at the time. And she really liked that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And just for our listeners who maybe don't know, can you explain kind of what the role of a producer is in a hip hop track? Yeah. Um, so the producer, I guess the most notable thing a producer does is he provides the like musical foundation. Mm-hmm. So like the beat. Um, so like the drums, the sounds, you know, anything that is the musical component other than the voice, usually the producer does. And sometimes they either like help with song structure or writing or just like any other embellishments to the song, but for the most part, it's like making the beat and like the song structure. That's cool. like the main thing. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, and y'all have like a pretty specific sound um, at this point. Do you think that you could characterize it in maybe a sentence? It's colorful. It's vibrant. It's upbeat. It's fun. Carefree. A hard bop life. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. Because I I'm very drawn to music where it's like kind of sad lyrics and an upbeat right. undertone right. You can't to just it. be sad, sad. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I also I noticed that there are a lot of um, kind of references to childhood or like childlike aspects to the music for instance like a song on your new album purple dinosaur has like barney speaking at the end and for you pink caravan those spinner rims ain't gonna spin much longer girl it's about time you slow down rocking all those tommy tees all that ice in your mouth is blinding the whole neighborhood and always remember don't be a silly <laughs> bye bye where does that come from for you um, I had a Barney dinosaur when I was little. <laughs> uh, it was like my favorite thing, like for a while. I don't know. I guess a lot of music just comes from my childhood because I'm not old yet. So that's what I reflect on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what about the production? The production? Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> like it. Um, It just adds to kind of like the themes that she wants to put in her music. Yeah. So, you know. I'm knowing she wants to call the song about purple dinosaurs. So it's just, you know, what can I do to kind of like bring that sound out, bring that theme out a little bit more in the production. Yeah. So I want to play a clip from a song right now that Namesake you actually didn't work on. But I want to play it because I think it, it references St. Louis in kind of a way that I um, want to talk about. So this is just a clip from um, Pink Caravan's song, David Was His Name. Coldest winter I knew of when I knew you, we still don't speak. Solitude, heartbreak, interlude, gorgeous as ever. Mike and I cuse when I'm feeling great. Coconut painted me pretty. Love my city, love your skyline. How you shine bright, my skin tone on peaches, hindsight. Matches, ashes, ashtray, full street lights keep me company. Box of cigs, you open up to me. So Pink Caravan, how does St. Louis as a city feature into your music? How does it inspire you? I think St. Louis will always, like, be close to my heart because it's my hometown. And just, like, I find inspiration in, like, the simplest things. Like, I don't know, just rapping about when I was a kid and making grape Kool-Aid in St. Louis. It doesn't, you know, necessarily have to be, like, the arch or you know, stuff in St. Louis. <laughs> How do you think you would characterize St. Louis hip hop today if there is if there is one way that you would that you would characterize it? Oh, I don't know. Right now it's just very versatile and I think people aren't scared to like play around with sounds. So yeah, cool. it's cool. cool. Yeah, there's a lot of artists in the city that kinda have their own sound or like that are doing something that's unique to them and that's yeah. really dope. Do you have any favorites right now? I really like Smino, Anwar, ooh, Mila. Her name's Mila Lee. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's tons. Like, so it's so many. Like it's so many. It's so many artists <laughs> in St. Louis. Like, yeah. and everybody like has like their own sound. Like, cool. real, and they're all doing like a good job of like being unique and stuff. Who generally has inspired both of you throughout your career, starting with you, Pink Caravan, Missy Elliott, and. Yeah, I think Missy Elliott. Uh, there's a, there's so many I can yeah. name. I just need a second. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. yeah. Namesake. Like, uh, for me, it's funny she says Missy. So, like, 
she says Missy, I say Tim, which okay. is crazy because they like you know they work yeah. together really closely too. Yeah, yeah. Timbaland, really cool. when I first started producing, he was like he was a producer that I already knew about, and I really liked his music and his beats a lot. So he like when I first started like early on, he was like the best producer to me like, in the middle school days. Yeah, <laughs> way back then, and still now he's yeah. like one of my favorites. Yeah. So. Your song that you produced and that you were featured on Vroom Vroom was featured on the Dear White People soundtrack. Um, so let's listen to a little bit of that right now. And then I want to talk a little bit about that. I don't skirt. Like room, room, my speakers going boom, boom, way beep, beep. Who got the keys? It's like room, room, my speakers going boom, boom, way beep, beep. Who got the keys? I am by my lonely, alright with me. Shotgun shimmy, shoulder lean. They brush your shoulders off, namesakes and me happy beats. When I'm feeling down. Okay, so so what was that like for you guys getting featured on this big TV show on Netflix, and how have things changed for you since then, if at all? <laughs> um, it was dope. It was very unexpected, you know. Um, I tell the story that literally it was like they emailed me and they had already decided they wanted to use it. Like, where it was going to be in the episode <laughs> and everything. No, they didn't ask for your permission. They were well, just yeah, like, it's they gonna... were just like, <laughs> you know, we want it right here. You know, can you, like, sign off on it, basically? That's awesome. And that was just like, I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> and just like, because Dear White People, they've always had, like, a really good soundtrack. So not only are you, like, getting, you know, a TV placement or, like, being on Netflix like that, but you're also a part of a program that is known for its music soundtrack, which is, like, an added bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's just been kind of cool to see people from different countries, like, interacting with the music now. Yeah, yeah it's just good to keep racking up on listeners. Yeah, that's really <laughs> cool. Kind of a random question. Where did both of your stage names come from, starting with you, Pink Caravan? Pink Caravan, my first car was a caravan given to me by my grandpa and <laughs> and um I added pink in front of it because usually caravans are looked at as ugly or something mm. so when you paint it pink it's pretty and that's what I feel like my music does like <laughs> paint dark situations in you know a happy tone or like you know totally namesake yeah. namesake uh it's pretty simple uh, I'm a named after my father and so namesake is like the literal definition of named after something else cool. or another person. Yeah. Very it's just cool. like shout out to my dad, you know. Namasaki. Yeah. Or Namasaki if you're if you if like you're that. Trying to be fun. Oh, yeah, if you're trying cool. to be fun with it. <laughs> so tell me about the new EP two thousand two. Um, just a little bit about it for our listeners. Two thousand and two is me reflecting on childhood once again, but in a more fun way. Just very upbeat. And namesake, you produced four songs on the on the I EP? produced five songs. Five songs yeah, on, the on the EP. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So dope. Do you want to okay. start with some of the songs um. that you worked on? Okay. Yeah. So start with Hot Wheels. A little bit from both of you about the song. Mm-hmm. The intro. For, dang this song. Yeah, Hot Wheels, <laughs> man. That was I think. 
that was the last song I produced, even though it's the intro. I think that's the last beat I made for the project, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's really just kind of like it sets the tone for like what the project's going to be, just yeah. kind of like musically and thematically. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's got a little uh, Nelly interpretation on there, too. Shout out, Nelly. Yeah, just to introduce people to the St. Louis sound, I had to throw the little <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Yo, street in a um and then yeah talk about missy elliott you mentioned she's one of your inspirations and then you wrote a whole song about her so um whenever I need to feel myself or like get in that mood. I turn on Mary J. Blige or Missy Elliott because I feel like those are two very confident women, or like at least it's like they express it that way. Um, yeah, Missy Elliott has been like influencing me since I was a kid. Grew up on Missy Elliott. Yeah, enough said on Missy. She's like a, a legend, legend and a pioneer in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Like, if you don't look up to Missy, I don't know. What are some of your favorite spots in St. Louis? Grand Walk. <laughs> uh, favorite, like places to eat? STL Grills. Uh, <laughs> wow. Southside. Okay, the Southside is nice. <laughs> like, like Sular and all of that. Um, I like going to Tower Grove Park with my girlfriend. That's really nice. Nice place. It's like a low-key spot. Like, cause everybody goes to Forest Park, right? So it could be crowded sometimes. Right. Tower Grove is just, like, nice and open space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. For sure. Probably Soul Taco. Soul Taco. <laughs> Wait, let me talk about Soul Taco first. Please <laughs> talk about Soul Taco for as long as you want. I've never had a better taco. <laughs> like, and it's, I think there's only, like, what, like, three Soul Tacos I th- in the I United know. States or something like that? I think so. Yeah. Like, Chicago. There's, like, one in Chicago, one here, one in Columbia. And one is on our loop. Yeah, one is in the loop. <laughs> like, Soul Taco is amazing. It's fire. And whoever owns Soul Taco, like... Love you. Yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> and you should, like, really, like, try to expand because I think the world needs to Soul experience Taco. Soul Taco. Can we expect some music about Soul Taco? In I'm the- probably going to, yeah. It's, it probably will, yeah. We need to, yeah, we need to music do that. Music video. Yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> Something, yeah. yeah, like, can we, like, if you... If the guy that owns Soul Taco listens to this episode, we need to shoot a music video in Soul, in Soul Taco. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, we can probably make that <laughs> yeah, happen. We need to, we need to do that. Yeah. Please. What do you think is the future of St. Louis hip-hop? And also, do you think you have to leave St. Louis to, to do your art? Um, I don't have to, but I'm going to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just because for personal reasons, like... Mm-hmm. I need new stuff to rap about. I yeah. need new inspiration. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what do you think is the future of St. Louis hip hop? I think it's going in a good direction. There's a lot of versatile artists just not sticking to any standards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think St. Louis, I think hip hop in general, it's really like DIY. 
especially if you're not in like a huge market, you know, where there's a lot of like industry presence and stuff like that. So, you know, I think the future, if you live in any place where there's not like a huge, like, you know, market for like industry, like there's a lot of structure and stuff to help you like get bigger. You just gonna have to like really figure it out, like figure out who you are as an artist, figure out who your audience is, and then uh, just grow from there, like step by step. So, yeah. Awesome. I think that's a great place to end. Thank you both so much for being with me today. That was Andrea Ellen talking to hip hop artist Pink Caravan and Namesake. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.